Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Yo. Go by the name, name of Pharrell, from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your push the world is about to feel something that they never felt before, come on, from ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Thursday edition of Sports Grind, Calvin Casey. Yes, sir. It's been the one and twos. Your number is 736-9760. We are broadcasting for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this first segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King has a variety of different flavors to choose from. Make sure you try their immune builders as well. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we are discussing today or not discussing on the show that you want to weigh in on, Feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Don't forget today we're uh, 30 minutes short with you today because of Astros baseball, so we'll be out of here about 3.30. So make sure if you want to get in, you get in now. Um, Other than that, what's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. All right. All right. So uh, let's see what we got to get to today. Uh, Normally, we would have a uh, Thursday night football game, but that's not the case this week uh, since we had one on Tuesday. They pushed that one out, so no Thursday night baseball. But uh, we do have baseball rolling on. We're in the middle of the uh, Championship League series, and uh, the Astros live to fight another day um, after Atuve uh, shows some mental fortitude along with Zach Greinke. Uh, they get it done in game four uh, against the Rays. Uh, game five, like I said, will be around 4 o'clock, 4.07 Central Standard Time. We'll see if they'll extend it. Um, I don't know about that, uh, but we'll see how they fare. On the other side of things, the uh, Dodgers got back into the series with a beatdown on the Atlanta Braves uh, yesterday. They're due up uh, this evening, and this is probably going to be up to this point. And if they continue, we'll have a couple more. But this is one of, uh, again, Clayton Kershaw's most important uh, start. Is he going to be all right? Is he going to be able to hold up? As long as he doesn't have the back spasms flare up again, I guess. Uh, But they're sending him to the mound uh, to try to get it done and tie up this series 2-2. So the bats – uh, really woke up. Uh, most runs scored in an inning uh, in postseason history. Uh, you know, they came out uh, in the first inning and put up 11. I think they did on them. So that's your baseball news continuing. Also, speaking of baseball, Tony Larusa, all right, uh, is interviewing for the White Sox job along with former. Really? Yeah, along with former Astros manager Hinch. Uh, they're both interviewing for that White Sox. So, uh, Tom. Uh, Tony LaRusso, excuse me, has been off out for a few years. So, uh, yeah, that's coming across the radar in regards to him interviewing with the White Sox. Talk about recycle. Mm-hmm. Speaking of recycle, NBA, uh, not recycle, well, kind of, but long overdue. Uh, we've got a head coaching job solidified in regards to the Clippers, Tyron Lue, and uh, he's bringing Chauncey Billups with him um, as the assistant. He's bringing uh, Chauncey with him. I didn't see that. I did see yeah. Lou was going, but I didn't see Chauncey was. Yeah, uh, that's some nice coaching staff, man. I mean, you know, Tyron Lou, Chauncey Billups, the assistant. You know, Chauncey's know been part. wanting to be get back in the game. Uh, you know, can't Sam Cassell will still be on that bench unless something happens and grabs one of these other vacancies. But the Clippers uh, get their gig, and and I think I don't know if I heard wrong, but I think the whole deal with the Houston again didn't want to commit to. Uh, the the years thing again with Tyron Lue. So that's what I kind of heard on that front. 
And speaking of the Rockets, Daryl Morey. Steps um, so. down, fired, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But I guess that's why they haven't hired a coach. I don't know. Well, I think it has something to do with it. I think whoever they're interviewing or whoever the finalist, whether it's um, Jeff Van Gundy, uh, whether it's whoever, um, I think the philosophy and the way Daryl Moore has done thing. I know he's been involved in controversy off the court, uh, regards with the NBA and the tweets and stuff with China. But I think this has a lot to do with whoever their coach is coming in wants to either, uh, you know, either the Rockets owner is either going to hire a GM and let them decide on the finalists and pick the coach, or either the coach that they really want is kind of working in conjunction of what kind of GM they want to work with. That's what it now, sounds like I to know um, on Twitter earlier, Jabari Young, CNBC, was saying, you know, a month ago, the Rockets owner said he was safe. Six days ago, China resumes airing NBA. Today, Maury steps down. Now, NBA do a side deal. <laughs> NBA do a side deal with China. Like, hey, y'all, y'all put our games back on. We'll get, we'll get, we'll make sure Maury gets out of here. That's that's Oliver Stone, but. It's a little weird that he gets fired six days after the China starts airing the NBA again. What you think? I mean, I'm not gonna say no way. Moore was, well, I mean, it was even though Moore was right, and a lot of the players kind of left Moore out to dry. The China didn't take too well to it, and then now here we are. So. China see, and NBA are back in good graces, and Maury's gone. The reason why, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say no way of what you're thinking, but I would say I felt that China was going to come back sooner or later anyway. Uh, you know, I either or, I mean, if that's the conspiracy theory there, I think it has to do, it could possibly do with that. It's not, because uh, it, I think if he was going to get fired, right fired, he would have been, I mean, you would have heard the announcement of him and, um, you know, Fired on the same day as they let uh, go of their coach and Mike D'Antoni. Mm. I think the way it's kind of stretched out, I think it, whether it has something to do with that or just has to do with whoever, whether it's Jeff and Gundy, whoever is kind of wanting to say, hey, we like the job, but, you know, the philosophy and the way we built the team with Daryl Moore is not going to jive. And again, you just can't. You know, I know New York Knicks are kicking around the tires on Russell Westbrook and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you it's not easy just to get rid of. Russell Westbrook or James Harden. So the Especially other thing is now the coach with Westbrook's, um, Westbrook's contract. And the other thing that was brought up today, well, and not in that piece, but in the New York Knicks piece, was how much money the Houston Rockets owner lost with his restaurants. And that is he really, he, he got a $300 million loan when the pandemic hit. And is he really willing to pay Westbrook the, what, the rest of what's on Westbrook's contract? Because in 2022-23, Westbrook is owed $46 million. And the Knicks, names come, the Knicks name come up because they can absorb his contract outright, the whole thing, and all the cap room that they have. So it's just like, hey, Maury's gone. Do they, do they clean house like they tried it? Does he want to pay that kind of money for Westbrook over the next two, three years? Now that makes sense. Now that what you wrote right. down, like that's something that's probably a thousand percent on point, uh, because you got to look at Westbrook's age. You got to look at just the way it. Like just I'm didn't pay all run. this money for the second round. I don't know. Wow, so he lost a lot of money on the restaurant. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got a three hundred million dollar loan from the government or whatever one of those from because of the restaurant business. Must be nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, part of one of those. I mean, he said, like, so it, I mean, damn, you know. But yet yeah, he had to have thirty million dollar loan, hefty thirteen percent interest to keep his restaurant empire afloat. He's never paid the luxury tax, and Westbrook has three years left on his contract at max money, culminating in a preposterous forty six point six salary for twenty two twenty three season, and he turns thirty two next month. You know, it's just it's you don't want to group everybody in at the same thing together in anything, especially you still focused on the loan on the country the way we are divided. You you ain't even thinking about Westbrook no no more. Because look, the way I look at it is because what's starting to come to the surface is that they're picking on the little guys. You know, I've seen a couple rappers that got popped. This whole loan at the time, right, that they gave oh, to the yeah. There was a guy down in Florida that got him, but I think a lot of this they is, got one of the dudes from Pretty Ricky too. 
That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's a guy, he's a that's singer from Pretty about. Ricky, 24 yeah. million. I don't know why he went out and bought Lamborghini and got on Instagram. But anyway, <laughs> the other deal is that, you know, oh, uh, that go. whole, the dust is going to start selling and coming, especially after Election Day in regards to these big old loans or whatever. It's like a restaurant. I mean, what kind of restaurant chain you got that you go Which one does he that? own, Sam? Which chains is it? Landry's? Landry's. Like seafood, I guess. I wonder how many stores they got country, oh, restaurants they got countrywide. It's a lot of them. 300 million now? Yeah, I don't know about that. But anyway, so yeah, we'll see how it plays out. I told you the other day when I brought it up that it was interesting about the whole uh, coaching vacancies uh, in the NBA. So right now we still got the Pelicans waiting. Yeah, the Pelicans uh, is a, me and my buddy were talking about that earlier. I can't believe that job's not filled yet. That's well, a good job with all those young studs. That's why I think I told you yesterday. I heard the front runner was oh Ron Jeremy Stan Van Gundy. Uh, I don't so know we could if have he both Gundy with them, man. Here. Now Jeff, I can see Jeff is going. I hope that's one of those ones. I mean, if you're going to keep Harden and he's still going to be the face of your franchise, you're going to have to talk to him. And I'm not saying that he should be able to call the shots, but what I'm saying is Jeff is not going to bite his tongue. Jeff's not going to tiptoe around things. If you didn't get back on defense, he's going to tell you. I don't care if you're the face of the franchise. If you take four or five bad shots in a row, Jeff Van Gundy's going to tell you. And I don't know how well – I don't know James Harden. I don't know what he's like off the court. I don't know what he's like around his coaches. But I would just – I would ask him, is he okay with the really upfront coach telling him when he's in the wrong? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Jeff is but not going to bite his tongue. But I also think that we've got to wait to see how it goes because a lot of these guys that stay away from the game that are coaches, whether NFL, NBA, they always have a tendency to change somewhat uh, in the way they approach. And I think Jeff still being around the game with being an analyst, um, you know, for ESPN and ABC, I think he's he's seen the different type of athlete uh, that you're dealing with. Um you know, and that's that's kind of is the thing in the NFL what the talk is about because you look at some of these coaches like a Dan Quinn. Some of these old school coaches are having real a hard time to adjust into uh, uh, what they're calling now the social media and the IG athlete. Right. You know, and that's something that I think I would give Van Gundy the benefit of the doubt that maybe yes, back in the day, early two thousands, Yao Ming era, Knicks era, nineties, late nineties, mid to late nineties, he would be that type of guy but maybe he's kind of dialed down a little bit i mean we've seen it in our own backyard uh with coach pop in regards to which i think he's dialed it down on his aggression to uh players and stuff so i mean True. we'll see but i'm i mean chauncey big shot billups uh aka mr colorado aka one of the number one denver fans back in the game good for him i know he was looking at gm jobs but i guess it's a good way to start Lou said, I can deal with these egos. I stared oh, at the ear of the eye of LeBron yeah, or whatever. Has, I can handle this. He dealt with LeBron. This is a be a this will be a breeze for Lou. Hmm. 736-976. When we get back, we've got the SEC that's dealing with the COVID. It's kicking them in the butt. Uh it's hit home with Tuscaloosa. We'll talk about that. We didn't even bring up Les Miles, who got COVID positive last week out of the Big 12. But how does that affect? Got some questions about that as well. We've got some NFL news on Le'Veon Bell as well to get to before we get out of here. You listen to the Sports Grind, 736-9760. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Don't forget they have a new location located out of Alamo Ranch. They have a drive through at that location. Also, don't forget about their Leon Springs location. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760. All right, so... Uh, in college football uh, came down yesterday that Nick Saban had tested positive for COVID uh, along with their athletic director. Um, they play some golf together or something? The show goes on! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, I don't Where know. Where are we at with uh, the players? No players yet? Well, they've gotten, they're going to have more rounds of tests. Uh, you know, I saw the video that Nick did, um, you know, isolating his office, just saying that, hey, he's taking social distancing seriously with the team. He's preached to the team. We turned out in record numbers in November 2020, and we showed our power in Georgia. Now we have the chance to show up to the polls and make a difference again here in Virginia. There's so much on the line for our communities in the upcoming elections, for governor and other offices. Our votes have real power, so let's use that power to elect leaders who will look out for what matters to us. Rally your friends, everyone you know, to vote early until October 30th, or vote on Election Day, November 2nd. Pay for by the NAACP. You might as well act like you do have it and, and affected because you don't know. So, again, you know, he was doing a... Um, interview with Tom Rinaldi and there was going to air for the uh, game day this weekend and uh, you know they were in the room and then all of a sudden the head uh, doctor of the team and trainer came in after the, uh, we the interview rushed him That's out of the room and That's said you had, to, you, had to, you had to come with me and then basically after that Nick came back in the room with Tom Rinaldi and said hey I've got to go i got to run and then 15-20 minutes later they let Tom Rinaldi know like hey he tested you've been positive. contacted so Tom Rinaldi, he I mean he was calm about. It. He's like, hey, he goes, you know, he's from the New York, New Jersey area. He was up to there, oh, so he so, said man. he's expected that you know that something like this could happen. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to get tested now. But the question is, I mean, everybody knows they played Georgia this week. He's a little older though, too, so it's a he's scary. the oldest active coach. I mean, he's he's what, the 65. Old, uh, I think he's 67, 67 or 68, one of the two. Um, you know, so. You know, Steve Sarkeesian's taking over team activities. Your favorite uh, coach. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's as much as, I mean, he's from the Bilicek era, man in the tree. As Ooh, much as. Sarkeesian? Uh, no, uh, Saban. Nick, uh, I mean, he's they've planned for this in case it happened. You know, to him, I don't think this is totally, what do we do now? It's caught off guard. Uh, but the question is, I guess when these other tests or what come back, you know, Florida's already been affected. Their games got canceled at LSU. You'd have to wonder uh, know, what's going to happen at this time. I, I kind of, first of all, I guess the contact tracing is what they call it. I guess we'll wait and see how those results come back. But we don't get to see this game often. I need to see this game at full strength. I mean, I know if the players are fine, they're going to play it, but – it's still going to be different with Nick not there. I don't care if Sarkeesian has experience as a head coach. It's still a totally different vibe without Nick there. And then they say if he's quarantined, he can have no communication, which is my question to you. Like, if I'm quarantined, why can't I? That must be one of those NCAA rules. But see, I you might be surprised, but I kind of disagree with you a little bit. We can't start canceling games because of coaches getting uh, No, no, no. I'm saying, well, yeah, I feel you. You see what I'm saying? I mean, trust me, I want to see the game with Nick on the sign. I'm not going to say that's not going to make that difference at all. I mean, but I we, we can't, you know, we can't get into the, the business, I think, of NFL, college, or whatever, uh, canceling games because coaches come affected. I mean, uh, you know, this is what they wanted to do. Speaking of college football, uh, wasn't really down on it, uh, you know, from the get-go until they really came up with a plan and they were going to spend the money with the testing. I think they've done a good job up until now. I know SEC, you know, the pundits, uh, CBS Sports College, a lot of these guys are getting ready to pile on the SEC because they're the ones that really led this full charge like we're playing. Um, and then you've had some outbreaks here. But I just don't um, – I would be surprised and, and if um, – if you're a non-Alabama fan, you should probably be pissed off or ticked off if they Why? end up canceling this game. Oh yeah, because of him. Which no, I think I, the only way I thing. think they'll cancel it is if like you got 17 players that was around Nick and they they've contracted it. Well, they'll find out. They're gonna get. To, I, I know that they have a rounded big round of testing today on Thursday. So and it's rapid. They'll get the results. The game was supposed to be Saturday night. Uh, so we'll know. I mean, they'll know pretty soon. Now, you want to watch this game without Nick? I mean, Nick don't run down. He don't run out routes. He, I mean, he ain't in the trench. It's I mean, still I get a vibe. It. Yeah, of course it's a vibe. But at the end of the day, man, we. I mean, 
it is what it is. I, I mean, you know, I, like I said, I know they've prepared for this in case if he ever did get it, what's going to be. Sarkeesian, no, I'm not a big fan of his. I used to be, but I'm not really anymore. But at the end of the day, he's been a head coach at Washington. He's a head coach at USC. He's been over there a few years as a coordinator. I mean, you know, the offense, I mean, the defense looked good in week one. <laughs> Two, it's kind of been shaky. A lot of that is getting their vets back in and getting custom system. I mean, hey, don't be surprised here. Oh, it was a false positive. It was a false positive. <laughs> Nick's gonna coach. <laughs> don't don't be shocked if you now find the out only it was thing a false about positive. it is if if Kirby and Georgia. I mean, if they would play this game and Alabama would lose, you kind of put an asterisk on that whole 22-23 and 0 undefeated against undefeated against his peers. You mm. might put a little asterisk on that if he's not on the sideline, but. You know, I don't know. And to me, it would be surprising for him to be on the sideline this weekend. I, I think no, it sends, he's not. He yeah, I think it sends a wrong message, and I don't think that's possible. I didn't know too much about the non-contact, or he can't have communication contact yeah, or whatever. he can't communicate with them at all, um, even corn. Because I'm guessing that now you're watching it on TV, you're getting different signals, you can't do that. That's cheating. The only lucky, the only thing that their break is that the game is at home and not in the hedges. That's the only thing that's probably... Uh, you know, that kind of saves him. But we'll see how it plays out. And uh, my question to this. Uh, I just wonder if you got if, if no players, you know, gave it to him. What where Nick been? What where Nick doing? Where well, they the traveled down to uh, Ole Miss country last week. Uh, so, therefore, you had to pass through an airport. Yeah, I mean, you've been on the truck. Yeah, I mean, I don't true. know. Terry probably been could have been out and about. Stuff in the community, and she brings home. I mean, that's just the way it is. Now, if there's a situation where there's like a 10, 15, 20-player outbreak on their team after testing, then, yeah, we've got, we've got somebody. We've got some players that probably didn't get, you know, follow protocol. And, again, unlike the NFL, the thing that challenge with colleges is you are still, whether you're a coach or athlete, you are still sharing a campus with students. There are some students back at school. Good point. You know, and that's different in regards to a bubble professionally, a semi-bubble, whatever you might call it. That is also risking that. Now, the question I have since you brought this up that I'm wondering is, does this kind of give the – does this give any kind of pause to the Big Ten and the Pac-12? Do they – you know, because they're scheduled to kick off here in another two weeks, I think. We're like a week oh, or two yeah. away. Do I wonder if they have any concerns? Like, you know what, man, we should have listened to those protests and those parents. Maybe we don't. I don't, I don't know about this. I think we've had enough games go off without a hitch to where they can feel comfortable doing it. Because at the end of the day, it's still about making money. Yes, we've had some situations, but at the same, I mean, what? Look at Baylor. Is Baylor's whole campus infected? I mean, not joking. I mean, I, Baylor has up to like 50-something people. And they stopped the football activities, right? Right. So, but I think we've seen enough positive um, news to where Big, Big Ten and Pac-12 can move forward. But, yeah, there, I mean, you got to plan for some outbreaks. 736-9760. We'll see what happens, yeah. man. Because if he's not there like Kirby of Georgia, y'all don't do it now. I don't know when you're going to do it, you know, uh, to get Yeah, them. Georgia can't lose now. Because, again, you're right. He don't run plays. He don't run routes. He don't catch passes. But it is a, a without vibe. a doubt, it's, it's different a huge there. He, his headset is on what offensive plays coming in, what defensive plays. There's it's been different. times where he's like, yo, we got to we gotta get back to running the ball. Right. That's three straight pass. Let's run. So it is a difference. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of challenges going on right now with COVID in regards to the, with the professional sports world and the college ranks that you got to deal with it. Before we leave the con- uh, the college ranks, what I get back, I want to touch on the University of Texas real quick. Okay. Um, and and their um, Chris Del, uh, Del Conte, I think, is their athletic director. I got some words right. from him when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind, 736-9760. We'll be back. On your ways, front way, back way. You know that I don't play. Streets not safe, but I never run away. Even when I'm away. OT. All right, back here on the Sports Grind 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Routers Card Club Studios. Don't forget they've got their new facility open. 13,000 plus square feet. Still the biggest cash games. Got bars, restaurant, two golf simulators. Make sure you go check them out. That is Routers Card Club. Uh 
official sponsor of the sports grind. Um, okay, so let me get to uh, Chris Delaconte, athletic director, who for, what uh, for the UT Longhorns is singing what's a your, different tune now. What's your beef with them? Well, uh, again, I've you know been hard on the program. Still, going to stay on it because I was hard on them um, in the Mac Brown era, which I'll get to that. Here in a little bit, um, and the same thing which uh, Salam and I both were high on Tom Herman's hire, and uh, you know I was in Charlie Strong's corner, but you know during the summertime when we're sitting here going through these COVIDs and the riots and the country's burning every other night, every right, night, right, and right. kids protesting and stuff like that, um, and you know a lot of you know it started with the um, the running back I think from the. The I forgot what college he was, but he he got the uh, Confederate flag or whatever change or out of there, the flown out of there. Started with that. Who who, who was it, Sam? What 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 play? What running it's back? A kid from Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Okay, so you had other players in different camps say, "Hey, what our campus is doing?" So then in Texas, um, the Texas song, uh, "The Eyes of Texas." A lot of players, African-American players, basically at Texas spoke up, say, hey, man, you know, we got to change the song. We got to yeah. do this. Well, in the summertime and everything, um, their athletic director, Tom Herman, has been c- kind of quiet about this. But, you know, their athletic director like, hey, we're going to have a meeting with the players. We're going to have both sides. Well, and we're going to do all this and this and that. We, they've got to be heard, this and that. Okay. Well, then right probably a few weeks before we kicked off the season, they made a decision like, well, we're not going to change the song. We're still going to go, but we're hearing the players. We're going to continue to work with them. And, you know, they don't have to sing the song if they don't want to. That's kind of where it was at. Now fast forward to a couple UT home games they played. Go back to the Cotton Bowl. Sam Ellinger is the only one out left on the field. Uh, taking participating in the eyes upon Texas on us, players haven't been coming out for that. So all Sam of a sudden, was out there by himself. He was out there by himself. The only Damn. so now, so now, Del, Mr. Delaconte then came out and said, "Hey, all players have to be standing out for this song. They can't be in there. They have to be standing out." He's came this. Tom Herman has kind of said, "Well, you know, he hasn't spoken on. Like I said, he's been quiet on it." But um, this was this Boosters was headline news mad. today. Boosters got upset. Ding, ding. You're Bo- losing. <laughs> You've lost two straight games. This is looking like what's going on. And Tittle is sitting there saying that, hey, looking at the guy, and I like Tom Herman, but still looking at probably like, hey, is he the right guy, this and this? You know what? Screw this. You know, let's let's blame the let's blame the young African American black kids as underachieving and let's raise hell behind closed doors. That's exactly what's happening. Because all of a sudden he wants to sit there and he said the opposite, like, oh, hey, we'll hear this. And because Sam Ellinger is the only one with the hook him up and out there at the Cotton Bowl, and and I think UT's then had like two home games at least now. That was neutral sites. But the players ain't came out. But now that you're losing, and now that pretty much you lost to OU again, and you're on a two-game losing streak, Big 12 title hopes might take a big, big dash. Right. Probably not going to be part of the playoffs. Boosters are raising hell, and they're sitting there making this a big stink that you're I'm stopping my that. check. I'm stopping my check till you get them out there. Is it that important? I mean, to me, I mean, again, I, I know. Look, <laughs> I know I'm not stupid. Like, don't tell you, like I get it. Like, school songs are a part of college football. I get all of that. But what I'm saying is, isn't that a small price for UT to pay in the climate that we're in? Like, hey, some of the guys don't want to come out. Like, that's what we're focusing on. We're not focusing on the fact that they're still not in the Final Four. They won't be again. We're not focusing on the fact that Tom Herman hasn't won a Big 12 title game. Let's focus on getting the kids out here for the school song. That's what we're talking about. And and my thing, too, is like the fact my biggest beef with it is because I wasn't that – you know, either either you or I came in here swinging the fist when it first came about. No. But the reason why I have a problem with it is because why now change? Like if you if you if somebody at the somebody of it, somebody with somebody with deep pockets got pissed, whether one person or a few people, but some people with deep pockets got pissed because why are we talking about this right and now? And my thing is like if they were undefeated, if they had just beat OU in the Red River Showdown. This wouldn't even be, they would find, you know, as long as y'all and I, y'all want to stay behind. But due to the fact that they're losing, and like you said, boosters, you beat me to the punch, that's exactly what it's about. Because he was singing a total different tune in the summer. Like I said, man, there's, you know, 
You've got Matthew McConaughey, which is pretty much the mascot in the face oh, of wow, UT that's sports. I like Matthew, man. I mean, that's he's from Austin. He went to Austin. Dog. He was going to be a lawyer. Everybody knows the story. He's donated a lot of money. He's he, like Matthew McConaughey. When look, when I say mascot, I'm not saying I'm talking about like he's in the meetings with like like that new facility they got getting built in Austin. Uh, that's multi-million dollar sports company where the basketball team will start playing. Matthew McConaughey is all in that. Like, he's invested. I think he even helped raise some money behind that. You know that he's on the sidelines. So, to me, you know, he's the face of it. Matthew kind of signed off and like Tom Herman as well. But I agree with you 100%. Instead of just looking at, like, look, this is a guy that's in his fourth year. Um, yes, he's won some bowl games. Yes, he because I think I saw it. I don't know if it was an OU fan opposed to this or not. But, you know, since that Georgia game that Ellinger set up there and said, we're back, you know that yeah. there are 10 and 11 since. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. It's that game. Really? 10 and 11 There's since something that... like that. They're like 10 and 11 or somewhere around that since he no made those, way. made that statement. Wow. Well, to me, again, and I don't even agree with that, this isn't the national anthem. This ain't the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, what are we talking? What are we talking about? Why is this a thing? No man, they feel disrespecting this. Somebody's uh, somebody said they stopping to the check. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I do. I just I can't believe you know this is headline college and CBS Sports. And to me, and, and to me, the leader kind of your their leader kind of sold them out. Like him going. I mean, and that's his right. That's his right. But if he's not out, if no, if nobody's out there, then it's not a thing. But Sam out there by himself, like this is a senior. This is a leader of this team. Like Sam's kind of whack for that too. Hmm. Yeah, he was the only one. I mean, and honestly, like, I didn't even notice that he was the and only guy And I like Sam, there. but Sam's kind of whack for that. Yeah, I didn't know he was the only guy left out there to the Cotton Bowl because I hadn't really paid attention to the, the the school song, the fight song, and the other two home games. But evidently, like, two a two-game losing streak, and this is the third, and that's neutral, so they do it at a neutral field since that's the Cotton Bowl and the tradition. Uh, they've got a problem with it. So we'll see. They're on a bye week, I think, this week. I think Texas is off this Saturday. And I don't know who they got coming back uh, next Saturday, but we'll see how this – I'm pretty sure it'll be a story when they get back on the field, or we'll see if the players react. We'll see if he gets some backlash uh, from the players, if they stand strong. Be like, hey, y'all didn't now, change I go it. I there looking at Sam like, man, <laughs> no, nah, you can't. That's the senior. That's the leader. It feels like he's been there 10 years. <laughs> Just wait. He's probably going to be back again because this year doesn't even count for eligibility. What? And you're not going to hear that's that. Right. Yeah. Sam, that's right. Sam, that's right. You're going to wow. see a lot of these seniors. Who is he, next man? Year. We got to look, see who he has coming in. Like, what the hell? 736 976. We get back a little NFL. We'll get a Le'Veon Bell update. Also, Falcons have gotten affected by COVID. We'll talk about that as well. You listen to the Sports Drive. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spinner, the one and twos. All right, so keeping it moving here. So, yeah, that's the deal on uh, on Texas. And I had I actually had his quote saved from uh, from June. What were they? Was, you found them? Uh, yeah, yeah what says, was his quote in June? Yeah, so, so we can go full circle. You know, he just said, I quote, he goes, I'm always willing to have meaningful conversation regarding 
any concerns of our student athletes. Uh, we will do the same in the situation. Look forward to having those discussions. And, you know, that's why his comeback now and the way he kind of came out more direct seems like, well, you didn't. I don't think you followed what you said in June and had the discussion with the guys to see, like, well, why aren't y'all out there or what's still the deal? And they can tell you, well, this compromise. Y'all decided it's not going to be changed, so this is just us not partaking in that, you know, per se. It's crazy, so, man. When you got um, Nick Saban in the heart in the heart of the South, marching down the block with you know with the Black Lives Matter shirts on, and then these guys are hiding behind some stupid ass school song. They're trying to force kids to stand out there. It's just crazy, man. And you know the ironic thing because I brought it up a segment ago about Mac Brown. I've been meaning to do this because look, I was hard on Mac because I feel like he stayed longer than he should, and he was giving hookups to Shipley's brother to come over here and you know, Sims brother over here and all this kind of stuff. And the list goes on with the quarterbacks he missed on. But, you know, the crazy thing is going to be is that, you know, Mac Brown in his second year at North Carolina, he's got this program Yo, they uh, go, going into a, uh, a right direction, a high-power offense, uh, you know, undefeated, and it's going to be interesting. It would be funny as hell if Mac Brown ends up getting Carolina up in that ACC uh you know, echelon uh, before Texas or Tom Herman, whoever figures this out. So I've been meaning to bring that up because this is Mac's second year, and that's that whole program uh, looks different. And they're they're a good football team, got a hell of a quarterback, and probably one of the best offenses yeah, in the league. Yeah, shout too. out to Mac Brown, man. Um, but anyway, keep it moving. Transition to the NFL. You're saying Le'Veon Bell has a short list. Buffalo, Dolphins, Chiefs. Um, Kansas City Rob let me know earlier that, you know, he works out with a couple Chiefs in the offseason. Buffalo makes sense to me. Kansas City to me is cheating. And the Dolphins, I guess it's just like you can't beat being on South Beach. The list is kind of weird to me. But, again, Buffalo, that makes sense. The Chiefs, that's just not fair. Because, again, I know I had a lot. Because my thing was I was like, if if he goes to the Chiefs, I want y'all to attack him like y'all attack KD. And, of course, I was being sarcastic, but what I mean by that is, no. Le'Veon, the way it's looked like the past couple years, behind that Jets line, it doesn't look like he's a top running back. But when you put him with the with the ability of Patrick Mahomes to get out the pocket, the ability of Patrick Mahomes to throw the ball deep, Travis Kelsey, Hill, the other speedsters they have, it turns into a KD-like situation having Le'Veon Bell. Again, I didn't know that he worked out with a couple Chiefs in the offseason, but be clear, be clear that is cheat code if he goes to the Chiefs. Well, look, this is what I'm going to tell you. Um, with with the whole thing about if he goes to the Chiefs, if I'm a Chiefs fan, um, I, I don't know if I really want him over there with with, uh, the with, 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 with the rookie, the rookie that, uh, that we've got out of LSU. I don't know if he really want him there. I mean, they tried to make a, a name, flashy name, with the, you know you know, I, with the LaShawn McCoy at first a year ago. I think Le'Veon Bell still does have something to take, but I think right now uh, the way we're rolling in the rookie, and he's the rookie, I don't, I don't know if, I really, if I'm a Chiefs fan thing, if I want Le'Veon Bell over there. This is what I would tell them Chiefs fans. Patrick Mahomes sat for a year. This rookie running back can sit for a year. He ain't sitting for a year. <laughs> I'm not saying he's, he's gonna sit. Gonna I'm not saying year. he's gonna sit. I don't know. But as Dan Ward just tweeted me, the next what's funny is the next three games the Jets have are against those three teams. Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs. Those are the next three Jets opponents. So he wants a chance to get back at the Jets. Hmm. Well, you know, We'll have to see. Another thing with that is just, again, what his contract's going to be. So has he cleared technically? Has he cleared waivers? That part I don't know. Okay, because if he could, cleared waivers, he has a, he can choose between those three teams. It just depends on if he doesn't clean. Uh, yeah, it has to be that he's going to clear waivers because it wouldn't really be his choice if he didn't. I just feel that it's, right. it's one of those situations that, again, if let's say just keep the conversation with the Chiefs, and he does. I mean, again, the cap situation or how they're doing it, absorbing this money. I don't and know about this, all that, but I just know I know that's deal. a cheat code. That's rejuvenating, getting with them dogs. I wouldn't rush that quick, man. 
Chiefs got to play a couple. I, to me, Man, I just okay. I, I, I just hold on now. I, I don't know. I mean, yes, <laughs> does it is it in the hands? I'm not gonna sit here and 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 be red ass and say no. I don't help to know. But to sit there and say it's still unstoppable because again, the Chiefs. I'm more interested going forward. That's why this Chiefs and Bills game is very interesting because they're both coming off losses. And I this is and I believe the Chiefs are gonna get. And I'm gonna pay attention to something you brought up yesterday. You think the Buffalo Bills defense is backslide? I haven't really seen that, okay. but I'll pay more attention. But what's going to happen is I think Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and the boys, they're going to get the same look for three weeks in a row until they figure out a way to kind of, you know, you know, surpass that per se. And I know they've right. got still got some late touchdowns against the Raiders, but for the fo- for the most part, they're, they're, the big chunk plays has been taken away for the last couple weeks for the most part that you can with that team and that offense. When we get back, we'll get to Don's phone call. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It's your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, and cigars. They have two locations on Petrenko across from the Walmart and flagship on Petrenko Pass 211, and they got a third location on the way. Make sure you all stay tuned for that. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... uh, yeah, that's the way we'll see it. So we'll see uh, what happens and what team out of those three uh, that he shows up on. Um, also, uh, what else we got? Speaking of the whole uh, thing with the Falcons, their facility was shut down uh, because of COVID positive test. And then on that, you got uh, Odell Beckham, who left practice today. With illness, was right? With illness. He, they tested him before he left. Uh, they want to take precaution, but we'll see if that's but, what he's got. You man, know I, mean? I, I guess we have no choice but to be careful, but I know a bunch of people that have just had super – I'm not saying it's going on in Cleveland Atlanta. I mean, they obviously getting tested, but people with bad sinus infection, people with bad allergies – like you got you sniffling or sneezing or coughing at all, it was just like automatically you got you might COVID. As well, get because these symptoms have been all over the over the, how book. the All the symptoms are exactly what the symptoms would be if I have a common cold. Yeah, and people that gotten allergies, uh, you know, there was a right NASCAR driver. He had allergies like symptoms, um, and he pretty much ended up coming up positive for it. Uh, you know that it's it's one of those situations to where you got in these you got to go. We gonna tested. run these numbers up before November third. Is that what we doing? Well, you going conspiracy theory? I'm asking you? a question. I'm asking a serious question. Are we gonna make sure we run these numbers up before November third? Is that is that a fair question? What do you think? This is what this is. I, look, you playing the right wing conspiracy theory. I'm not. I'm not playing any side of the fence. It's uh, here, man. I'm not playing, it's, it's I'm not playing any side defense. I'm just saying, do you feel like we're going to have a spike before November 3rd? And if it is, it's what was on par. It's in the fall. It, it's it's supposed to be oh, that okay. way anyway. If the timing hits, it hits. Regardless of the situation, he's failed at handling this. I don't care if it's now or before yeah. and in general. You can go ask the 200,000 families that's had people die from it. I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, yes, it wasn't. It, it, it came over here from China. I agree with that part. But at the end of the day, how it's been handled and how we've handled it as citizens and basically make it political, make it like, oh, man, you wearing a mask, you weak, oh, this ain't this. Oh, this. no, I'm still it's all this. No, I know on. that's yeah. not what you're saying, but I'm just saying for the fact of it, if it is happened before November 3rd, then that's what happened. Because at the end of the day, Wisconsin's had a big spike in they the last spike, two or right? three weeks. Uh, they there There's some areas, and like I said, when you get in the fall and you mix with the flu, is it, is Atlanta, Atlanta, there was a zero number, because like, I follow a lot of Atlanta rappers. And Atlanta is Atlanta is lit, like on a whole nother level lit, like clubs jammed, packed, no mask, party till you, pool parties inside the club, outside the club, Houston lit, 
Houston is lit. Atlanta's lit. Like, are the, what are their numbers well, like? Houston, because now, Atlanta he, and Houston are lit. I lit. don't know about Atlanta, but H Town had theirs in the summer. They had a bad case too. Their mayor had to come out, so a lot of that had to do okay. with that. I don't know if they walk around thinking they immune, you know, whatever. Maybe they walk around got access to what Trump had a few a weeks ago, and they taking <laughs> that to get it out of. I don't know what they're doing, but I, I just know that yo, I don't know about Atlanta. Yo, did you see? H Town, did you see your boy rip his mask off and throw it? <laughs> well, who was Trump. that? The guy? Oh, no, Trump. I thought you meant his other no, guy. His, 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 <laughs> Dog, he went up there and ripped it off like it was a like it was a wife beater. He was Hulk Hogan. It's terrible, man. <laughs> I was it's like, terrible. what is wrong it's with terrible. them, dog? Terrible. You know, talk about oh, I'll kiss everybody. Come here, I'll give you a kiss. I'm like, yeah, this is real funny. <laughs> and he was dancing real on the funny, way. Real funny, man. He hit a two step on the way out. I don't know what it is with the YMCA song that he always. I don't know what that. I know. I thought they were investigating folks. So yeah, is that song kind of always what? Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I it don't, don't know, get. Man, it. I don't. Hey, it man, don't, I don't get know. no more LBGTQ than that, dog. Like that. Yeah, like the case young man. He's throwing up the hell there. I said, young man. So you didn't do the whole village people under the bus. Did you go watch um, the video and then you get back to me? <laughs> let's go to the foes. Let's go to uh, Don. Don, you on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Don? What is up, G-Man? Minus one. How y'all swing? All right, man. man. We, we, I'm hanging in there. What's going on, Don? Hey, look. I, I got two things very quickly. One, Dak Prescott, get well soon. You deserve better. Get out of Dallas. They don't, they don't trust you. They don't think you can do it. Guess what? There are about five, uh, 10 other teams who need a good leader and a good QB, and you will fit just right in. I'm not going to say which one I think he ought to go to, but you can you can do it. Number two, Le'Veon Bell. One thing y'all didn't realize about Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell has a condo and does his off-season workouts in South Florida, right in Miami. And Miami wanted to try to make a trade with the Jets, the Plains. They wanted to try to make a, a trade with them before the season started this year. And it fell through. Now they got a chance to get it. If they get him, I will get Le'Veon, bring him on the offense, tell him just to learn it, and guess what? Won't play him until December. Because guess what? That's when you need your running game, when it gets cold. That's when you need to begin to start your running game, and Ryan Fitzpatrick's arm will become like a dead noodle. So I'm looking forward to him coming to South Beach and going ahead to get that offense together because that will bring Tua in sooner than later. That way he don't have to try to press himself, and he can have a running game that he can go behind with that young offensive line. And Rudy, don't buy us. I'm not uh, Don. All respect to your wife. I'm not as high on the Bears just yet. Uh, like you, like well, when are you gonna? When are I don't you gonna know, start? man. I don't know. They got, they got, they got Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater balling this. Teddy Bridgewater balling. He don't even have McCaffrey. Matt Rule is coming up the real deal. Matt Rule is Matt Rule could have got the Jets job. Hello. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> 
No, but Don, you're Miami Dolphins. I, I don't know if you listen on money. I'm really pleased and, and, right. and excited on the way that they rent it. You, you told us a year or two ago that you liked the way the front office was doing stuff. So regardless whether they get Le'Veon Bill or not, I think they're going in the right direction. And Tua's going to fit in right with this these young group of players when it's his time to get called up. Um, and on Dak, yeah, Dak, I saw the video. Dak seems in good spirits. He's a man of faith. Um, and no, I don't think I don't think Jerry the likes of a Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and some of the Dallas Cowboy Nation. No, I don't think they deserve a quarterback like Dak um, in their organization. Uh, that's, that's on harsh. Dak. Um, you know, he's going to attack the rehab, like he said. I like what he's talking about, saying, hey, I'm going to look at the game in a whole different perspective. He'll get to look at, you know, how, um, you know, the Red Rocket North does things, um, and he'll come back with a vengeance. But don't take the smiles and the good spirits um you know, take that to heart or really maybe what he's feeling behind closed doors with his brother and everything on how this is handled and the situation that has put him in speaking of the contract deal. Cause I think every time Steven and Jerry goes and talks about this publicly about, Oh, he's our guy. He's our guy. And this is this, I think honestly, it just makes the situation worse deep out for that. Cause it's like, dude, if that's the case, yeah. you know, it's just, that's just the way it is. Um, also, on his point with Locke, uh, look, man, you know, Locke's got to get back, you know, because the, the thing with him, he's starting to get that label. Is he is he injury prone? Uh, you know, I believe him. I think he's the guy. In regards to the Denver organization, um, it's just a team that needs an identity. They don't really have an identity right now. I mean, yes, I've been on record saying that they've got a abundance of injuries in our, but it's just one of those things, our identity. Like, my thing is, like, why is it, what's the holdup of saying Melvin Gordon didn't sitting out, ain't benched this week? I mean, we just going to let a guy, because he ran against the Jets good, we're going to let a guy get a DUI and not show any discipline in a team that needs some leadership that we just going to not trot him out and sh- uh, sit him down against I New England? I know that they hadn't decided but They hadn't decided down. yet. He wow. should be benching. I mean, Philip Lindsay and go with Royce Freeman. Uh, Melvin is like, you know, he's never been a locker room guy that's had caused a problem. I don't think there's any teammates to say, but yes, it's a mistake he made, but it's one of those mistakes that if you're in the NFL and the day of Uber and the day that every team has a driver for the team, uh, there's no need to be caught doing 73 and a 35. Mm. You know, ridiculous. Ooh. So that's the deal well, on that. Sometimes that V12 make you feel good. Oh, you man. you punch that you hit that you hit that gas man that V twelve make you feel it don't it, like I say it, it, it don't it don't look good the fact that he was bitching about missing his bye week because they canceled this guy like we gonna have to miss a bye week for what to go out and get loaded and get behind the wheel is that what you want you to do you were never down with Melvin Gordon that's what this is not about not at eight million a year I I like Melvin and his body work for the last couple of years I just knew he wasn't the same Melvin right. as he was along with his uh, old running mate number seventeen old Philip Rivers old man Philip. They got the uh, who do they got? They got the Bengals coming in. Dak this, would look uh, good with the Colts. See, that's like you Dak talk about teams like that. But see, this is the deal. Like, I mean, it would take two years, yeah. and I don't know what the offensive line would look like. But like right now, like I, the, the way the Colts are constructed and the way Dak plays, yeah, that would be a nasty combination. That would be a dream come true to see Dak go to another organization yeah. and lead them uh, to the promised land. When we get back, we'll get to uh, Dwayne. You listen to the Sports Grind, 736-9760. We'll be back. Seven three six nine seven sixty. This segment last segment will be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget if you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is a great company to work for. They do a lot of things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Cry. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Go watch the video. Tomorrow, uh, yeah, so tomorrow we'll be back on normal time. Regular tomorrow, schedule. Uh, tomorrow we'll have another edition. Uh, we'll be joined by uh, James with Sharpside Sports Consultant. We'll have a, uh, another interview with him. We'll see what he's got leaned for the weekend and what information he's got for us in the gambling world. Uh, also, make sure you hit me up. Follow me on Instagram at Calvin at 187. Calvin Casey 187. Uh, we should have the... Uh, foundation packages up on sharp side this weekend i'll let you know about that tomorrow but we'll have at least one or two 
leans tomorrow once we get to that uh, segment. We'll do it in the – we're going to shoot for the top of the 3 o'clock hour. We'll start doing his segments uh, from here on out. And we're working on maybe having a recap of the weekend, too. We'll keep you posted on that as well also. Other than that, I think we got to – what else we got? Um, we talked about a little bit about the NFL. We talked about that, good spirits. We'll wait on to see the Odell situation and how that comes about. I'm really taking a hit uh, with injuries of fantasy football, man. Uh, Everybody has. Quit your yeah, blood like clock mine. I mean, losing Dak on the, the keeper league, and then I've got Odell and two – Two of the leagues, uh, Chubb is out on the IR. Chubb too, mm, you know. Um, and like I said, in the deep league in the CBS league, forget about it, man. Anything on the waiver wire, you're talking about second or third string guys. But Deshaun Watson, I think if you got him, you want. I think he's about to kind of take off a little bit, a little bit more freely, uh, along with Cook. Um, you know, Will Fuller if he can stay healthy. Uh, as well, that's a nice uh, pickup. And like I said, Pittsburgh. I I talked about it on Monday. They, you know, that's the one organization that they can find the next receiver, stud receiver. They got I think the kid Claypool, out of Notre Dame, right? Claypool, Claypool is, yes, out of Notre is, Dame. Um, you know, remarkable game last last week. You know, that's a big game uh, coming up in the North between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh has owned the Browns. Uh, this is a different regime taking on with Cleveland. Stefanski, different coach setting the tone. A lot's going to be coming down to what this Odell test is or whatever. I mean, like I said, sent to practice. But that is a big game early in North. You know, they already lost their first game to Baltimore in week one. <clears throat> I think it was week one or week two, speaking of Cleveland. Uh, this will be their second division game. Um, it's at Pittsburgh. So this is a monster one. Uh, Pittsburgh's ride in at 4-0. and uh, so they're undefeated. Another game we'll probably touch on that's big uh, tomorrow. Uh, you got that uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers and Brady. Um, you know this weekend Tampa and Green Bay. Uh, Monday night will be the the Cowboys and and old Colin Murray coming in. That's Monday night. That's the Monday night game. Um, and oh, is that in Dallas? Because Kyle is from it. there. That is Ooh. Dallas. He's never lost a game in that stadium between high school and college. 7-0. and Hell of a fun fact, Sam. Mm. Make that 8. Mm. That's a hell of a fun fact. But hey, man. They got oh, Andy, Andy Dalton. Whatever, TCU's own. Whatever, Calvin. He's played in that stadium a few times, being TCU. You know, we'll see how that goes. And who does your Bears have? Your your Carolina. Like you have to make a decision because I'm not gonna let you ride all. See, like, oh man, this they five it over, but I just don't believe in them. So when the they go belly one. up, like, nah, man, like make a decision. <laughs> well, ain't no decision to make. Yeah, it's not a good football team. Okay, it just patchwork. All right, gonna have to make it quick. Let's go to the phones real quick. Let's go to Dwayne. Dwayne, you on the sports crowd here? Ticket seven sixty. What's up, Dwayne? Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, but before I get out of here real quick, I just want uh, people like people that was on that station. Like Salami, you know, he ain't here to defend himself. But I need y'all to have that same intensity about when y'all try to push uh, Kevin Sumlin ass out the door at Texas A&M, please let's have that same uh, position on Jimbo Fisher with his trash ass getting blowed out by Alabama every year. At least Kevin Sumlin did beat him one time. Oh, and Todd Herman, I ain't forgot your ass too. You trash too. He needs to be gone. I need that same disrespect y'all have. Uh, not y'all. Charlie Strong and uh, – uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Sumlin, I need that same venture and that same intensity on getting their ass about it too, and I holler. Hmm. All right, Dwayne. Well, this is the thing. On I get kind of what Dwayne said. Now, granted, Jimbo just recorded his first victory against a top five, top ten school in Florida. I do think Florida is a good football program. We'll see where he can build from there. Uh, I really have always thought that I just I'm. Yes, I'm going to hold Jimbo to the standard, but I've got to see who's going to follow Kellen Mond. Now, Kellen Mond has shown some mental toughness. I mean, you, he hears it. It's obviously his post-game comments and Jimbo's. Uh, you know, even though Jimbo's run off the field, F Florida, F him. You know, Jimbo wanted that bad because he's starting to hear those. I was like, yeah, that honeymoon with you with the snakeskin boots stepping off that plane and wore off. Uh, but, yeah, I think you have to see where they go from now in um, A&M. You know, they go – if I'm not mistaken, I think they've got Mississippi State this weekend. They go see uh, the Pirate. Yeah, I think they go see the Pirate this weekend. 
um, in that offense. So yeah, but the intensity. I mean, like I said, Tom Herman, he's accomplishable. I'm just saying, like it. I, I'm I'm not saying that he needs to be gone out, but I'm just saying this has gone slower than even I've expected to sit there. I said it like that's why I said it week one. You shouldn't need overtime or whatever it was to beat Texas Tech. Not not that you can't be. Six out of the last seven years lost to TCU. TCU owns UT. What is that? You talk about stuff that's not normal in 2020. You can't be on a on a two game back to back losing streak in six out of seven to TCU. LSU still the biggest disappointment because you still recruiting three, four, five star kids. The two games that you've lost thus far, coming off a championship, is unacceptable. Like it kind of makes us feel like it was a fluke. Everything kind of lined up for you. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to give Texas a pass, AM, and anybody else that's not playing well. But by far, the biggest disappointment is LSU giving up like 3,000 yards in two weeks. Like I don't care how many people you lost, what coaches you lost. If you're going to be a big dog and you're going to sit at this table with the big dogs, those type of losses can't happen that you've suffered. And what about um... – what about the baseball day? How do you see it? Astros are coming up here shortly. On t- Astros t- are t- no longer. You no longer have to come back from three and zero. See, after you won one game, you're not down three zero. You're down three one. Astros win tonight. Dusty Baker went old well, school today. managing that game last yeah, night. Yeah, I think the Astros win, on. man. Hmm. Once you get one down three zero, that pressure starts to flip a little bit. So Astros win, but do you think the Dodgers have finally woken up and they they answer the bell? I think it's going to be a hell of a series. I don't anticipate a blowout on either side on that. I'm going to be interested to see how Atlanta bounces back mentally. But like I said, this is one of this is the next start, but it's probably one of the biggest uh, starts in Clayton Kershaw's history because if they go down three one, I don't know if Atlanta is going to let them win. Uh, Three in a row. Yeah, to get back. All right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks to producer of the show, Rudy J, myself, Calvin, Sandspin, the one and twos, San Antonio Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Batala, people of the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for the stews button before you're off the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.